Welcome to Catholic Messenger Conversations Podcast. I am Barb Arlen Fye, your host. My guests are Trevor and Jesse Pullinger. Trevor is the coordinator of catechesis and adult lay formation for the Diocese of Davenport. He and Jesse are parents of six children ages two months to 12 years. Mm -hmm. Amazing. (laughs) Okay. Our conversation focuses on celebrating the season of Advent and preparing for Christmas in a spiritually enriching way that helps us to anticipate our remembrance of the birth of Christ, his presence in our lives now, and looking forward to the promise of his second coming. So I wanted to ask you guys, how do you explain the meaning of Advent to those kids? Oh, man. <laughs> it's real easy. It's just say it's a mystery. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> no. Um, so the beauty of it is um, there, there is a little uh, depth and complexity to it. But I think in large part, um, children really do well by acting things out. Um, oh, cool. and kind of learning that way. Um, you know, uh, so a lot of the things that we do are like observing feast days, um, doing certain activities as well as prayer. So, uh, there's, there's many things that we do to kind of unfold kind of the mystery a little bit. Oh, that's cool. Um, anything you want to add about that? Well, and I think really this year, um, with our big move to Davenport and yes. getting ready for the baby, that <laughs> we had almost two weeks to get ready for the baby, put the crib up, you know, the diaper the changing, stuff. getting all the clothes gathered up, that they really saw the preparations for a new baby, and that will go into, you know, how did Mary and Joseph prepare for the baby with not knowing when Jesus would come and where they would be. And it was kind of us this year that we didn't know when baby Elowen would come and where we would be, which house we would be in. (laughs) And uh, so I really think that the older two explaining it this way this year will really have a dramatic effect on yeah. So you could do like a Christmas pageant and Ellen could be baby Jesus. Yeah, actually she... Are you going to do that? You said you act things out. Um, um, one of the things, the kids, we went to St. Paul's um, Advent family night last night. And well, one of the like things, fun. yeah, one of the things that our oldest daughter, Emma, did, she's 11, she, she want, requested that we act out um, on Christmas Eve the nativity so that Elowen would understand what Christmas is since she's never had a Christmas. Oh, Elowen will really get it, won't yes. she? Yes, and Elowen <laughs> is actually invited um, to be baby Jesus in St. Paul's school. Oh, my gosh. So Elowen yeah. is yeah. already a star, a rising star. She is, star yes. So. Month. Uh-huh. Man, El- you're going to have to take lots of pictures and make sure Ellen has that in her oh, baby yeah, book and everything. Sure. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Um, so what Advent traditions have you nurtured in your family? I, I suppose they keep <laughs> adding up, adding. don't they? Yeah, yeah, so for can, sure. Tell us about a couple of them. Um, one of them, which is probably the easiest, uh, and people are more familiar with it, is um, we definitely celebrate uh, the coming of St. Nicholas. Oh, uh, which I was is... <laughs> yeah, my questions. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's the big one. And, and we have fun taking pictures of it because it's fun to line everybody's shoes up underneath the tree. So, you know, of oh, course. Oh, that's great. <laughs> As but, they've yeah. grown two by two, yeah, you know, every right. year. <laughs> so do they get really excited about that? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Nick's? They find their fanciest shoes to put down 
Oh my god! Or sometimes the bigger bigger boots, oh, so that yeah. the more candy and, <laughs> candy. and stuff oh, is so filled. So you do? Yeah. Do you fill the boots with candy? Um, so we do nuts and berries and oranges, and then um, we also do candy gold coins. Those are the big hit. Yeah, gold the coins. Their favorite. Story. Their favorite treat or candy, and then we also do. We alternate every other year, either hats, gloves, socks. So what's most needed? So do you do a little bit of both then, candy yeah. and I mean because yeah. you know I, I'd want M and M's in my oh yeah my shoes for sure you know yes. like individual bags of M and M's would be good yeah Back basically the- leftover I mean, Halloween so what, candy so what do you put in Ellen's shoes um, does she have any shoes yet. She will. She'll have booties or so. Yeah, she has a pair of little yeah, booties. She's going to so. get kind of ripped off in a way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, she'll be included. Formula. Everybody's included. Oh, okay. <laughs> she'll get her gold coins. Now, other people eat it, but. Yeah. Um, the thought that counts, yes, right? She yeah, still gets everything. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Saint. Okay, I, I kind of interrupted you. So, what do you tell the story of Saint Nicholas, or how did? Yeah, what, what do you so we do? do we do a little um, we do a little bit of uh, uh, I guess a PG version of the story a little bit because the story is a little interesting. Yeah, uh, but um, any rate, uh, and so we share a story and. Um, and so, and then we get ready. Um, one of the things I missed is obviously we, we set up our advent cal- or our wreath, our advent wreath, so to speak. And uh, and so that's always a big to do as well. Oh, okay. okay. And so we do that first, and then we kind of get our tree set up. But it's just a tree. Or just a tree. No and decorations then, or anything no, on no, it at that no. point. And then, um, and then we kind of get our shoes ready for Saint Nicholas. Oh, well, uh, and so you line them up under the tree. Yeah. So you've got. Where do you put your Advent wreath? Then is that? Well, we're gonna have to figure it out this year, but <laughs> <laughs> but usually it's nearby. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then. Do you like let the kids light the candles, or oh, how yeah. does that work? And do you do yeah. like a prayer or anything like oh, that? Oh yeah, we we do. So we kind of do. Uh, it depends on how things are going that day. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> you know, family life is messy, and that's what makes it beautiful. But um, we do usually some kind of version of vespers. Um, oh, cool! On so night Sunday pr- our evening prayer. Yeah, evening prayer. prayer. Yeah. So we do some version of evening prayer. Uh, and so obviously we, we definitely do the reading. We try to do a psalm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we definitely take intentions. And then uh, we usually have a special prayer for Advent and someone lights the candle. And everyone, of course, fights over who's going to light, the, light candle. the candle. Oh and my who's going to blow it out? How are you going to do that? you got six kids now and you only have four candles. So how do you, do you have to draw straws or what? Yeah, I, we'll, we'll have to na- navigate that one. Obviously, Eloin, I think she'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, so you got, yeah. Mm, wow. Yeah. Wait, so, okay, so for the St. Nick's thing then, do, do you, um, do they get their shoes overnight then or what? I mean, when do they get to look so at their it's shoes? So the, it's the night before. Okay, so on the 5th, right? Yeah, yeah on mm-hmm. the 5th. And so, and then... Um, and on the 6th, they actually sixth, get the treats. Yeah, right? okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, do they, uh, is there, are there any other traditions beside that i mean that you um with saint nicholas or is that pretty much well with saint nicholas um we do modern modernize it um 
Well, not modernized, but um, it's it's common that uh, you know the new thing is the shelf elf on the shelf. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so um, uh, visits many families, of course, and uh, we're no different because uh, you know a lot of their little friends talk about the elf on the shelf. And when's he coming to our house? So of course the elf comes with Saint Nicholas uh, to. Uh, kind of uh, take stock of what's going on in the Pollinger home and oh, see so how is everyone's it, okay, doing. Okay, so does the <laughs> make sure that yeah. everyone's behaving? Yeah, that's yes. right. And so oh, it's okay. kind of a way to kind of Christianize a little bit, okay. um, some of it. So it's kind of funny. But, uh, you know, we have fun with it and, and do what we can. Oh, that's yeah. great. So what other traditions am I missing? Do you do like a St. Lucy one or um, Our Lady of Guadalupe? One of them that we're going to be trying this year is uh, St. Andrew. Christmas Novena. Oh, that was at St. Paul the Apostle. Yes, it was. Tell me about that. I wanted to know a little bit more about that. Yeah, so um, it's a novena that begins, it's a little bit different. So Actually, I'll I'll start by saying I'm terrible at novenas. So like I'll yeah. start on the first like three days. I'll be oh, awesome. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. And then after that, like it kind of yeah, it's a little bit dangerous. But the cool thing about St. Andrew's Andrew's novena is that. Um, Basically, it starts on November 30th and is set until Christmas Day, which is It's easier. way more than a novena, isn't it? It is. It's more than a novena for sure. But to me, mentally, it's just easier to, to remember, oh, yeah, we're still you know on our way to Christmas, and it helps us remember. Oh, and what does it involve? I mean, um, who was St. Andrew anyway? Was it one of the apostles? Uh, so, yes, uh, Saint, in St. Andrew... Um, uh, his feast day occurs on the 30th, which is kind of why oh, it's kind okay. of, um, you know, kind of the beginning of kind of looking forward to mm-hmm. um, the coming of Christ, um, as well as um, the, the devotion itself. There's a special prayer. Um, now, I'm supposed to say it 15 times a day. 15 uh, <laughs> times a day? But we yeah. realize that if each of us say it twice, <laughs> we're at wow. that amount. Okay, yeah. now you have to have... Uh, well, about six more kids. <laughs> right. <be> okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, and and honestly, if we have to, this is one of the important pieces of family prayer to realize is that, you know, it, it's possible that we may not do all fifteen. Yeah. You know, in a day, um, even if we just have the one uh, prayer that we do together, is mm-hmm. you know, part of the devotion and the ritual is is um, establishing devotion within your own family in a way that works for your family that fits. So, um, just because our family does certain prayer activities or rituals the way we do, doesn't mean it's necessarily going to fit for mm-hmm. every family. Every family like that. Yeah. So. When do you pray then? Do you pray after school, before school, or I mean? Um, so a big time, a lot of it's reading kind of the mood. Uh, so mm-hmm. if people have had a bad day at school, sometimes we'll pray earlier, um, especially as we kind of like filter through what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but other times, usually, obviously, we pray at mealtime right. and uh, share our thorns and roses. Oh, and <laughs> cool. So that's a tradition, thorns fun. and roses. Yeah. Yeah, do yeah. the kids like to do that? Thorns they love to do it. Yeah. Oh, good. Do sometimes, they... sometimes for Eden, who's our three-year-old, she's kind of like she gets mixed up between what thorns are and roses are. Oh, so it's kind that's of great. It's hilarious. I bet that could be fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah. wait a minute, that's a thorn. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Oh so wow. After meal prayer, um, 
at some point, usually, hopefully within the evening, we'll we'll stop and have some kind of evening prayer. Usually after after dinner. So, oh, that's great. Yeah, it just depends on what kind of activities we have. And, and do, do, how long does it last? Like ten minutes, fifteen minutes? Uh, yeah, if that. Yeah, usually, usually we try to be on the shorter side, but inevitably uh, we have the infinite amount of prayer requests. So, <laughs> oh, so they do. They all add yes. their prayer requests. Yeah, and then they start getting really creative, and then it's like, okay, well, let's bring all of our thoughts and hearts together, and we'll pray and oh, pray for great. all these different intentions. <laughs> what kind of things do they pray for? Oh, you know, well, everything from their friends at school to, um, you know, uh, well, well, they really like to pray for Jesus. <laughs> uh, the Mommy. And, and then for mom and dad. Oh, that's great. And um, Which is kind of funny. Uh some of them, and then, and then also um, they have different intentions, such as candy. They like candy. Oh so, yeah, you know. I, I would be there with them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what kind of intention do you pray for candy? Just that I want candy, yeah. or what? Yeah, can, I, Dear God, Lord, bring me candy. Yeah, bring me candy. Actually, that was Eleanor uh, a few years back. She prayed for candy. I think it was like for a month, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And then, of course, we had like Labor Day. Did God then, answer those prayers? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we had we Labor Day parade. parade. <laughs> oh, oh that's it. just oh rained candy on them. Rain. So, did you make that point then? See, your prayers are answered right here. Yeah. 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 Oh, no. she. We didn't even have to say anything. She's like, Jesus heard my prayer. <laughs> oh, that is, that's a great connection, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's wow. very thoughtful, that one. So. Wow. So, what other Advent traditions are, um, are, are well, it, are, that all filters into your prayer life, I guess. Yeah, too, yeah. And really, um, each year we try, sometimes we try certain things and it doesn't always fit or it doesn't always land okay. home. Okay. Um, I can't think of an example of that right now, but <clears throat> a lot of it is just, um, you know, ultimately what we're trying to do is to help our children encounter Christ. Okay. And yeah. really to be ready for the coming of Jesus. And so, um, we just try a lot of different activities and some things are big and some things are really little. And a lot of it's just in the course of ordinary life. So it's not like, you know, we uh, put all the kids to bed and then stay up till 11 o'clock planning. And Can you give an example of something little, you know, something that'd be easy for all of us to consider? Yeah. Um, a lot of it is as simple as including it as just part of our normal family prayer. You know, oh, good. Just okay. recalling that hey, it's Advent, you know, what kind of things are we doing to share, you know, the joy of Christ coming with others, you know, uh, simple things like that. Um, and there are tons of Advent calendars. I mean, that's... Oh, yeah. Growing up, that's what I always had, the chocolate Advent calendars. Oh, and, yeah. And this year, you know, we already we already have them to, to go ahead and start the Advent countdown that... Just including that simple, like, oh, you get your chocolate tonight, and let's take this time to pray or talk about what chocolate is next, because it's Advent's about that anticipation of yeah. Christ coming, and um, you know, you kind of explain it going back to the explanation, like you guys are so excited for Santa to come, and kind of switching gears, like it's also about Jesus. It is about Jesus. That it's not just about getting gifts. It's um, the reason why we're celebrating. Um, Christmas is because of Jesus' birthday, and that's one way we include Advent, too, is that we're preparing for Jesus' birthday. So we yeah. 
we are using our gifts that he's given us. So um, we get a we get a cake on Christmas Eve. Yeah, and and we write happy birthday, and it's a mess, <laughs> and it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Oh, that's great. Um, Oh, that's awesome. Well, I've noticed just from Facebook posts, you you are a family of prayer. And it was really cool. I saw you have a statue of Our Lady of Fatima, I think. Yeah, 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 I don't don't know where you keep it at. So it's funny because now uh, in our new house, we have like an – well, it's – I think most people call it an office, but – and we do have office space for, uh, you know, when I have my work from home days, but um, uh, we actually call it our chapel. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's a a sunroom. It's a sunroom. It's a sunroom, basically, yeah. Yeah, so we're not super fancy uh, having our own chapel, but we call it our chapel, and so um, it's kind of our own prayer space uh, that we make it, but we've had it set up in corners in a smaller house that we had at one point, and Mm -hmm. um, just... All over the place. Okay, I know this is this is more of a practical question. How do you keep them, that statue from being tipped over and broken? That's <laughs> the grace of God. The <laughs> okay. grace of God. We just, have had it I'm for just, ten years. Really? And we've had endless amount of kids in our house, and none, no Nobody's kid has touched it. touched it. They've looked at it and been in awe of it, but nobody has thrown a ball. Nothing. So yeah, it's just it looks by like the a beautiful grace. Statue. Yeah. Yeah. It's wow. Beautiful. Mary knows. <laughs> Mary, Mary, Mary's going to keep that that statue. Going. And we've even had kids just come and talk talk to Mary, you know. And it, it's it's a very yeah. beautiful statue and a beautiful thing. That, so, do sometimes the kids go in that room just quietly and pray by themselves, or um, sometimes we also use it as kind of a chill out zone if they, you know, are getting a little rambunctious and yeah, we just ask them to go sit with Jesus. We have a little Jesus plushie doll, and oh, that's they can great. sit, and um, we have like some cushions in there. Yeah, and they can reflect if they're having a difficult moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's not, you know, not. It's a timeout, but a nicer yeah. timeout. Oh, so. that's a real nice timeout. I never had timeouts yeah. like that yeah, or in my no. house, but. Come um, contemplate. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that, that might have worked a lot better than it did with my yeah. kids for sure. Yeah. But, um, what, what about Advent scriptures? What what are most? Do you, how do you incorporate Advent scriptures into your family life? And are they what what ones are most meaningful to you? Yeah. So one of the things that um, a lot of times we hear about the O antiphons, mm-hmm. and I know they're in, incorporated with uh, morning prayer, but um, I like to incorporate them if we don't have time necessarily always in the mornings, but. Um, uh, to definitely incorporate it as part of our evening prayer. Um, and, and a lot of times we'll focus on our evening prayer readings that we have. But also I think um, in a lot of ways um, is, is definitely kind of the visitation because we pray the rosary as a family. Mm. Um, so That one's my absolutely favorite one. Yeah. Um, be- the, the rosary? The visitation. Oh, When okay. Mary visits Elizabeth. And actually, that's where we came up with our name for Elizabeth, um, oh. our five-year-old. She, um, every time we would go to Mass, she would just leap in my womb. And when that, um, she was born in January, so there was a lot of, um, I was pregnant during Advent season, of course. And yeah. when that scripture came up, like, I knew that that was her name. Oh, that's She beautiful. leapt in my womb, like, um... John did and yeah. oh, that's and Elizabeth, so yeah. So when Mary came, and so 
So yeah. tell me about the rosary then. I mean, oh, I, it's I, chaos. We, we used to make my kids pray yeah. the rosary, but yeah. I was not always a good person. If, if they if they slurred words, I'd make oh, yeah. them repeat them. Oh, um, man. I mean, I, and, and it was wrong. I know that's a bad, <laughs> bad, bad mom. But what, tell oh. me about how you, do you do all five decades with them? Um, it depends on yeah, really how depends. tired we are and... Um, and where we're at. And where we're at. The rosary isn't my favorite thing to pray, so <laughs> even me sitting there, um, we've done lots of different things where um, we've done a walking rosary before and everybody got involved. Or um, they all want to say it, so we go through and, you know, maybe the everybody first gets child gets to say the first five Hail Marys and then oh, the second. Okay, yeah. yeah. So it's just getting them included. And sometimes it's just simple as let's put a YouTube video on of kids saying the rosary and we just yeah. sit oh, and listen. Oh, okay. Um, and, and realistically, too, this is really, really important. It has been really helpful for us is that um, it's kind of like St. Bernard of Clairvaux really kind of talks about uh, where he says, as long as you're reflecting on the life of Christ and praying aves, you know, you're praying the rosary. Uh, wow. So even if we get through a decade, it's time well spent, um, you know, reflecting on one of the mysteries. So oftentimes, you know, we'll get through most of the rosary, but notice that people are getting really wiggly. Well, as long as we're praying with devotion and this seems like a good place to <laughs> take a pause. Yeah. You know, we, we offered our best effort and oh, took some time great. to reflect. And so. sometimes we start off with all eight of us and only Trevor and I are left because everybody else fell asleep. <laughs> Which ends up being a beautiful yeah. time of prayer. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, wow, we got those kids to bed. And just yeah. getting getting them involved and asking them, what what's your intention for this, this decade of the rose, rosary? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so... Especially our older ones, you know, once they go through First Communion, they are very particular about what they're praying for. Oh. Yeah, they're really responsible with their intentions. Yeah, and sometimes their (laughs) prayers reflect um, that part of the the rosary. Yeah. Um, Yeah, for sure. I'm trying to think of, like, the story that goes with it. Yeah. Oh, Oh, like with each different decade, decade uh, yeah, the, the yeah, story. yeah. There's there's different uh, like the joyous one, right? The the joyous mysteries or the sorrowful, you yeah. know. So yeah, they they definitely you know take stock of uh, what's occurring and uh, what they're going to be praying for at that time. So wow, it's that's really really cool. kind of interesting. Yeah, and I know, I, and and for myself, when it comes to the rosary, usually I favor the Franciscan crown because. Uh, that's kind of the tradition that I came from, at least from Quincy University. But uh, there's different, many different ways to pray the rosary. I don't and, know the Franciscan crown. I'm not familiar with that. Yeah. So um, basically, um, it's all of the joyful mysteries. Oh, um, so you're okay. thinking of all the joyful things that happen in Mary's life. Nice. I think I'd yeah. like that one. <laughs> and with, with the added mystery of... Um, of the uh, three wise men. Or, oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. Bringing their gifts. Wow. Um, so after the birth of Jesus. So, yeah. Anyway, so that being said, like, you know, the biggest thing is, is that as long as the experience is like the source of warmth in your home, 
um, that can provide real blessing. But also I know it can get kind of a little bit frustrating when <laughs> as a family, if you're like, we have to do five decades and we have to do it the exact correct way, it can be a little challenging. Yeah, what you're doing is good because it will, it's nurturing a love for prayer yeah. and not making a, a forced sort yeah, of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. regimen like I did. But um, although I think sometimes it was nice. It wasn't, yeah. uh, you know, no, you realize just, that prayer, is, prayer can be yeah. not as perfect as I always want prayer to be perfect. Right, it can't right. be. No. So, how do you, what, what about decorations for Advent? Do you do any special decorating for Advent? Um, well, so one of the things we do is definitely we set up the tree kind of in a plain state. And then the other thing we do, which completely forgot until now is, uh, is important, but we usually, ha- we have um, a rather large um, uh, baby Jesus uh, that oh. we have like a crash that we set out empty mm-hmm. and he just kind of, kind of sits there or it sits there rather. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, and the purpose of it is that, um, the kids understand that, you know, oftentimes when we place presents, they're underneath the tree. Um, and so the baby Jesus, when it becomes Christmas, the baby Jesus will be under the tree. The oh, that's gift. great. So oh, that's, that's yeah. wonderful. Oh, that's, that's So that's awesome. all in anticipation. And we don't put any presents under the tree before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Partly because we have little ones that will rip them open. Yeah, they'll be um, opened. <laughs> but, <laughs> <be it. laughs> you know, we're... We were talking right before this that, you know, that's something that we should always do because just the anticipation of all the presents being under the tree, you know, Mm -hmm. even the ones from Trevor and I or the kids for each other, you know, Santa does come, but, uh, and not all of the presents are from Santa, but it's just this magical moment where um, the night before Christmas Eve after Mass is when we put baby Jesus um, under the tree and then they wake up in the Christmas... Christmas morning and Jesus is there. Yeah. Jesus is there, you know, he's kind of sitting like with his arms open and then all of these gifts. So it's like, he's presenting like the gift of myself and the gifts to you that, uh, it really gets them really excited. So, Oh, that's cool. So Jesus is still the focus under our tree. So the presents go all around him. Yeah. So that's, that's that's wonderful. Um, how else do you, do do you make your own decorate or do you make, decorations for Advent and Christmas or do you do any um, kind of like some years were a little bit better <laughs> than yeah. others um, the kids are really good about making crafts and decorations for just about all the seasons yeah we've had pipe cleaners on our tree um, <laughs> one year we specifically yeah uh, it's not once. it's not the most extravagant beautiful tree that you see in Martha Stewart's home it's yeah. our tree and yeah. some years it matches and some years it doesn't and um, some years we have tinsel and some years I don't want to Which is pick a huge it up. Mess. <laughs> um, but I think slowly, you know, we're in a new house, so we have more room to decorate. Um, we we're we're just now kind of getting, you know, the Christmas stuff out, but it, it's a, all through December, we're adding things. They come home from school with different with projects, with yeah. projects and we include those, mm-hmm. you know, on our mantle and, and we hang them up everywhere in the, the kitchen. So it's like, a Christmas tornado went through our house sometimes. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. So oh, that's great. You know, the Christmas books are out. and well, Tell me about that. So that brings me up to stories. What kind of stories do you share 
uh, or read during rent and do you have Lent Advent? <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting all my my <laughs> liturgical pulse. seasons wrong. There, you go. there. Advent, Advent. Yeah. Well, we Advent. we read. Um, it was the night before Christmas, and well, on Christmas Eve. On Christmas Eve, yeah. and we have the funniest story of our Emma. She was probably what three years old, and we got to the part where. Um, Santa ate the cookies mm-hmm. on the plate, and Emma goes, "Good job, Santa! You finished your plate. You have a clean plate." <laughs> and it was the funniest thing. So, um, so that book is, you know, even though it's not related to Advent, but that's a book that we read. Well, yeah, and, and I think one of the things that um, we really kind of focus on, I and the kids kind of really enjoy. Is usually I'll be I read scripture to them anyway, and in, in kind of a narrative form. So oh, okay. we started from Genesis, and we're working our way through the Old Testament. Oh, good! And then we get to the New Testament. But um, one of the things that I take you know consideration of, especially during Advent, is uh, we kind of uh, run in the lead up. Uh, some point in the Old Testament, depending on where we've been reading before. Um, that we'll read from the Old Testament, kind of shining a light on kind of, you know, the foundations of, you know, what it means to wait for Christ. Wow. So, um, How do you handle some of the uh, gorier parts <laughs> of the Old Testament? That's what I want to know. That's, that's where uh, good education comes from. No, just kidding. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, no, so uh, usually um, usually I, I, I kind of know where I'm at already. Okay. So okay. I know kind of where I'm going, and uh, and so that's kind of how we. Well, and if you, uh, I mean, do you, so you don't necessarily use a children's Bible because that no, would have that. Okay. Yeah. No, I use. You just your own. I use, I use the regular. I give the the dad interpretation there. The dad. So. Inter- okay. Good. Okay. That. <laughs> but there are sense. good children's Bibles out there that yeah. that are helpful. We for have a really too. good saint book too, and oh, oh okay. yeah, we do. And I can't that. think of what it's called, but it's a beautiful illustration, yeah. and. Oh, I think I might have seen that. Yeah, it's a green book. It's it can be gory, but it really puts it in perspective for kids what saints have, have done. gone through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And and so, do you read saint stories on the saints' days? Oh for example, yeah, then? yeah, yeah, yeah. And and there's honestly, a lot of them in December. <laughs> yeah, there are. Uh, and honestly, you know, when it comes to the saints, um, you know, it's not like the movies that they're watching or exposed to are like any different than the stories of the that's saints. That's right. That's like, true. For, for the most part, like, you know, yeah. so in some ways, like, we blush a little bit, but then again, like, oh, well, we were watching XYZ, t- you know, television show, and, you know, that was quite interesting. No, so um, they really appreciate the lives of the saints. I think it makes it real for them in a way that oh, um, the other prayer practices are nice, but they can really see how God works in someone's life through the lives of the saints. And the, that these life. are real people. They're people yeah. that, you know, that lived and right. died here. Oh, yeah. And what about music? Does music play a role in your... Yeah, yeah. So um, so kind of like what I mentioned before, like, so Christmas morning, one of the first things we'll do is we'll sing a hymn. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll pick one, but um, we'll usually sing a Christmas morning hymn of some kind and... Uh, and uh, so that's what we do before we open presents, which is hard. But uh, oh, actually, <laughs> actually, they they really appreciate it because it kind of brings the perspective together. So do you make them sing like four verses of the? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, actually ten. So no, 
But um, no, and usually the nice thing is um, with the liturgy of the hours, um, uh, there's uh, it's called the Christian prayer. Um, it has the music in it, yes. so it's yeah. kind of like a cheater version. Yeah, uh, and so uh, you know, depending again on how we're doing that night, uh, when we do vespers, you know, or evening prayer, we'll include some music or we'll try to sing together. Do you do that from a book, or th- from the uh, Christian prayer book, or do you yeah. do it from a, like an well, app or what? And you can you can cheat a little bit if you're not sure on what the hymns are. Um, you can go on YouTube. Yeah, and there's a whole library on there oh, of stuff wow. to find. So wow. you can be like, kind of like this one. <laughs> oh, that's and great. And Trevor plays the guitar, so sometimes he strums. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Wow. And then we have a flutist and a trumpet player. Yeah. So wow. um, they actually, last year they played at um, Christmas Eve Mass. So yeah, they did. I'm sure that they'll be practicing their their instruments throughout the seasons of their songs. Wow, so, yeah. that's cool. And then I know we're, we need to wrap this up, but so I want to ask you one last question. How do you share Advent with your relatives and with people in the community? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, in some ways, it's like kind of a hard question to think about. But in reality, thinking about it, um, the honest truth is we have people come to our house all the time. And oh, so good. we just incorporate them into yeah. whatever we're doing. Oh, so. Our traditions awesome. don't stop if we have guests. We've had um, – we've housed my sister-in-law and um, – her three kids during Advent one year while my brother was deployed. Oh. And, you know, they they were included. They put their shoes out and everything that our it. kids got, they they got too. And it was a, just a chance to share the word of Jesus, you know, that they may not have known anything about St. Nicholas, and it was our opportunity to tell them. Um, and share the joy of it. And yeah, the, the and the excitement. And our kids were like, "No, you put your shoes out, and there'll be chocolate." <laughs> you oh my know, gosh. so the um, highlights. <laughs> so hospitality is a key to your. Yeah, and it's your family house. It's kind of like your house, your rules. So if yeah. they want to participate in it, you know, they are more welcome not to. Um, but usually, people yeah. like this idea, and and we we have really expanded St. Nicholas too because at the Catholic um, school in in Keokuk I started having them set out their bags so that the kids would get St. Nicholas goodies um, the next day so it's it kind of grew in Keokuk yeah oh that's so cool oh that's great and I I think they are still doing it Um, oh what a great tradition yeah so the kids decorate their bags they're at school and they set them out and then oh that's so cool St. Nicholas comes and films them that's a great idea I love it so you know I could talk with you guys all day and so will you come back and talk again yeah oh absolutely for sure this has been so much fun and this is another edition of Catholic Messenger Conversations podcast and We'll make sure to have Trevor and Jesse back with us. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. Okay, thanks a lot. Uh Uh-huh.